Um, okay. It's a, it's a opinions are cheap with Cameron and Chad. We should do we should do one of those funny opening bits. Chad, did you did you have a joke or a song prepared? Oh man, I keep I keep thinking there's a couple songs I want to do, and then I'm either too sober, or too drunk, or I guess not in the mood. Which is one of the three tonight, so no. <laughs> that was terrific. Thank you, Chad. I know, right? Like, I got everybody all excited, and then I didn't do anything, and they're just like, I could turn the show off and listen to Giant Bombcast. I'm sure that's still running. Man, I haven't heard them in forever. I don't think I ever listened to them. I just know, like, they were pretty widespread and like, hey, if you want to listen to a gaming podcast, you should listen to this one. Well, for a while, they used to be pretty much the only gaming podcast I listened to. Um, They had this cross-section of different hobbyists that each had, like, knowledge about the subject. Like, history and stuff. Like, they weren't just on top of current events. It was like, they they knew things about, like, trivia and really deep cuts and interesting behind-the-scenes stuff. Because they know people that actually work on these things. Sure. And then, like, the guy in charge died, and then the guy that was smart got really busy, like, running things, and then the other guy with talent got a job at, like, Kotaku, and it's like, they dissolved. Like, they still exist, but it's kind of like Rooster Teeth, where it's like, I'll check in on what's happening at Rooster Teeth, and it makes me sad. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad the weird tangent I took us on was a bummer. I we hate can only Rooster go Teeth. I used to really like Rooster Teeth. I don't hate him. I just kind of don't care anymore. I hate him. And then they just uh, they just stole the uh, Vega sixty four's name for their new show. They did, and that kind of it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I feel like you could pick anything. So why pick this? I don't. I didn't mad about I didn't... uh. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that they uh, stole anything. What's the name of the new show? Uh, Last Laugh. Is that I didn't? Is that a Mega Sixty Four thing? I don't yeah. follow them enough either. That was their live show tour. Hey, which like they the way they were talking about it, the live show was so so, bleh, so successful that they're kind of they're humoring the idea that they might actually move away from internet focus and try to do more tours and things because this was like this might be the future for them is doing Last Laugh. Neat. So then, like, Rooster Teeth came out and said, we're doing a new show called Last Laugh. And it's like, yeah. I thought they were friends. Well, it, it's weird. I I feel like they know each other, but the more, like, the more uh, social justice warrior Rooster Teeth gets, it seems like they become less human-y. You know what I mean? Um, not really. I haven't, I haven't listened or touched a Rooster Teeth product in probably it, more than a year. There's a there's a point where they used to kind of tell jokes that were juvenile, and sure. then it kind of evolved into telling jokes where they were they were putting a little more thought into it, and then I stopped listening once it got to the point where it felt like every argument was just, just about being woke, and like the people that I used to like are like very tired, and they're they're going through divorces and they look broken on the inside, and it's like well I'm not laughing anymore so, sure. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I know because uh, I listen to the comedy button still, uh, which has been going on for a really long time, like 
I want to say six years, seven years. And so if you go back to the older episodes when a lot of them aren't married yet, they're, the internet culture is different. Uh, they're, you're younger, they're still smoking and eating unhealthy. And, uh, I like the jokes more from that era of that podcast. Uh, cause I have a fairly juvenile, stupid sense of humor and they did that a lot more and they did dumb bits and they didn't police themselves as much and, cause they didn't need to. And I like the show now. I like, that they've kind of grown up a bit, and, and the stories they tell are a little less funny, but a little more, like, relatable to me as an adult, or more of an adult. I was still an adult then, but, you know, like, there's a certain level of, like, growing up with them, even though they're six or more years older than me, but still, because they were in California, and, and it took them a bit to get married and have kids and get houses and stuff, or maybe they don't even have those yet, because the housing prices over there are ridiculous, like, you know, it, it was a... It was a neat journey, and it still is, but I guess there's a reason why, like, if I want a comedy podcast specifically, I listen to something like, uh, was it Boston's Favorite Son, I think, is the one with Jim Sterling and Jonathan Holmes, where they still get, like, really gross and vulgar and sexual and make everybody as uncomfortable as they can, and it's it's just a fucking really good time. But you have to be into that sense of humor, otherwise you're probably going to be just completely revolted by it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was I was just uh recently I did inventory on my podcast subscriptions, and it's like there's some shows that'll come up every week, and I kind of just I'd never get around to them. So I either have a backlog that I want to catch up on, or I decide, hey, maybe I'm just never gonna listen to these guys anymore. Um, so like there's some shows I unsub from, and I'm and now I'm like I'm short a little bit, so it's like, well, I should find something new. I should get out of my comfort zone. Um, one of those shows in particular, I think I recommended it already, but it's about like the history of punk music. Oh yeah, you did. That sounded really cool too. Yeah. It's called no dogs in space. And I do still recommend it. There are several episodes in now and they are all, uh, oh boy. I want to say edutainment. Okay. But in a sincere way, because I feel like that's usually used in a snarky way. They are they are just the most charming couple. I love them so much, and the information they bring is very good, and the the music recommendations they give are very good. I don't I'm not into the punk scene at all, but they bring out what's good about punk and they showcase it. Right, and so it's like wow, I never thought I would be listening to a music focused history podcast, but they make it so entertaining that it's nice. Um, <laughs> by that same token, there's another show I started listening to, and uh, it's about Warhammer, but I'm just sort of like, I'm giving it a try because it's rated highly, but I don't see the appeal yet. And I want to say, like, they have a, it's an hour long show, but the first half hour is always them just like rambling about nothing. And okay. it's like they have a tradition where it's like, okay, we got to do a would you rather because that's tradition. And the guy said, "Okay, would you rather, um, you, you can, you, you're gonna, you have to, you're, you're in the desert, and you're gonna dehydrate, but the only way you can drink water is if you, you pump it up your butt." <laughs> and they discuss like the logistics of drinking water via your butt for twenty minutes. That's a little and too long. It's a little too long. They're also all kind of stupid. So they'll all get the science wrong, 
and then call each other out for getting the science wrong. So they have to Google things and they're talking about stuff and they're looking it up and they're going back and revising the, the hypothetical in the first place. And they'll 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 kill so much time on absolutely nothing. And sure. I thought this was a fluke. So I, 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 you know, I sat through it. I'll, I'll give them a try next week. The same thing. It's a dumb hypothetical and it lasts half an hour. Like, it, again. So now I have this morbid curiosity where it's like, how much time are they going to waste next week? Because I kind of just have this on in the background anyways. So it's right. kind of like, oh, these guys. Okay, 10 o'clock. I'm going <laughs> to, as soon as they bring up Warhammer, I'm going to look at what time it is. Um, so that's, that's been like the polar opposite in terms of quality and entertainment, but I'm getting my own kind of entertainment out of it too. I mean, one of the things you could, oh, for one thing, I can't speak too much of that because on the comics podcast, our, our shtick is basically to bullshit for a half an hour before we talk about comic books. Um, okay. There's a difference though, because you guys actually like, you, you have a point when you're talking. Like if try you do, to. <laughs> but if you have a, if you go on a tangent, it's because it's something you care about. It's not about, wait, I think a, there was a guy in college who told me that, like, one time he he thought that he could absorb pizza grease through his skin because he, he was experimenting and his left arm was getting fatter than his right arm because he was wrapping it in pizza. And I think the grease was, like, absorbing into his skin. So I think that works. Ah, uh, yes, the, the quiet method of eating. Yeah. Um, like, they get kind of stupid. So Okay. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we usually have something like, well, I'm not gonna bother talking about the other podcast I do. That's no one cares. Um, what you could do though is if if they have a really rigid formula for that, where like we're gonna waste exactly 25 minutes. I mean, you just skip the first 25 minutes and get the Warhammer talk. But I'm sure there's a thousand Warhammer podcasts out there that you could listen to that are better. Oh yeah, so I found a good one, but they record like monthly. Oh, so I kind of like I want I want like white noise I can have on the background while I'm working. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably find another one like you are right. There's like a thousand of them, but a lot of them, because it's so crowded of a market, it gets really like niche. So it'll focus on like just the role playing element of it or just um the current tournament meta. And it's like some of these things I, I want a general coverage because I'm still kind of new to the hobby anyways. Yeah, because I just type it in, uh, Warhammer, like, there's... I don't even know where you start, right? Because you have a lot of options to choose from, so it's largely, like, I guess which one has the neatest uh, thumbnail? <laughs> right. Well, there's also, um, there's, like, the fantasy setting and then the 40k setting. So, that's the other part, too, is, like, I found one, but they only talk about Age of Sigmar. And it's like, well, no, I kind of want to know about the sci-fi stuff more. So I'm looking for one that, like, is either both or they focus on 40k. But then a lot sure. of the 40k ones seem to be a lot of, like, uh, like Chad bro kind of, I don't, I don't want to say, like, elitist, but kind of gatekeeper-y, where it's like, we got our own uh, inside jokes. We're not going to let anyone else hear them. That's why we're doing a podcast. Um, So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, you'll, you'll find one eventually, I guess. It's kind of funny, though, because you're just like, I need white noise. I'll just listen to podcasts all day. And I'm just like, there's music, Cameron. There's so many musics. I don't want to have to, like, how do I, I don't want to download music, though. Oh, I, I, I guess I, I forget I'm the only one that, like, does that now. 
Well, I mean, like if I could stream music, I would probably use Spotify a lot. Sure. Um, the the way podcasts work, I can download like ten hours worth of content through the night, and then my phone yeah. is loaded up with it, and I listen to it through the day. You know. Oh, for sure. I usually, if I know I'm going to have a long day of like fairly mindless or or whatever stuff, right? Like I try to grab a couple hours worth of podcasts, and then I'll switch between podcasts and music. But I, I definitely like having a good couple podcasts on my iPod as a just in case. Or even, like, I have to go do dishes at some point today or tomorrow, and that's going to be a while, because I've left them pile up real bad, and the kitchen's a mess, and it's like, oh, there's an there's a podcast. Like, it'll take me an hour to probably unfuck my kitchen. Yeah, and that's a good time to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the other thing I did was uh, I got some, like, Audible credits, so I grabbed a bunch of, like, random books off of Audible. Yeah, you were talking about one the other day, and I guess it goes in a, a direction. Oh, I, you know, I don't want to talk about it yet. Okay. Um, I'm, I think I'm almost done with it. So next week I want to, it'll either be my glad space or we'll talk about how upset I am at the opening of the show. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Um, but we're, we're talking about gaming updates a bit. Want to, want to talk about some Blizzard games? Yeah. What's, what's, uh, what's Blizzard fucking up today? So, I actually have a few, like, neat things. It's kind of a cool week. Uh, did we talk about Overwatch with Echo coming out soon? Uh, I think we did a couple of weeks ago, but I don't know if there's been any changes to the information. Uh, so, I, I guess we, to be... Well, yeah. We we watched some, like, videos of her on the show, and we're just okay. like... She looks kind of like Farah, but she does weird things that don't entirely make sense. Yeah. Um. So, the, the test period, apparently it's going pretty well. We do have a release date of the 14th, um, okay. so I guess, yeah, that, that's next Tuesday. So, uh, Echo's coming out soon. Um, do you know what her full kit really is? No. Because apparently, uh, some of it was a little overtuned, but then there was also apparently a very bad bug that was making one of her abilities much better than they even intended. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, the initial takeaway was, wow, they don't know what they're doing. And then they said, oh, wait, that that part was actually a bug. And once they fixed okay. it, it's like, oh, well, let's let's play with this a bit. So um, she has a pretty basic fire where she shoots lasers out of her fingers, and that's just your, your basic kind of gun shooting. Um, but then she has the alt fire where she'll, like, she'll do a burst fire of three sticky grenades. And they're pretty good damage, but they pretty much have to hit to be the good damage. Okay. So that's basically going to be like your tank buster, where like when you see Roadhog, you could nail him with all three, and it'll be worthwhile. Um, and then her E ability, I think E, right? Is that the key? Um, I use ESDF, so definitely not for me. <laughs> whatever, whatever her first like major ability is, um, it's a beam. But I guess the trick is it does more damage the lower the target's hit points are. So it's like a finisher. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And it's very strong, but under the correct circumstances. So it's kind of neat that you have to pay attention to what you're doing. You can't just, oh, I have to burst them down. I better shoot it now. It's like you want to make sure that you're nailing the right person at the right time. And if you do that, it's rewarding. Okay. That, no, that sounds cool. Um, yeah. I think you also have to, like, kind of stand still or be very slow while you're channeling it. So it does open you up a little bit. 
especially if you're up in the air where there's no cover. So okay. I, I feel like people get used to this and maybe counter her a little better. Um, especially like you could just snipe her as soon as she moves in for the kill. Um, but then her movement ability, that was the one that was bugged. So when you activate her flight, she has a very short period of flight where she moves fast and you can use that to go up and then she kind of floats like mercy where you can glide around wherever you want. If you hold the space bar. Oh, that makes more sense. Because I know in the in the thing I was seeing, it's like she was just kind of flying around really fast. And it's just like, okay, so she's better at flying than Farah, And yeah. she's maybe got better attacks. That's cool. Yeah, so the so bug that's... was her boost speed never stopped. Ah. If you, gl- if you were gliding while, like if you hold down the space bar while it's boosting, the boost wouldn't stop. So you had like free movement at all times. So they fixed that. So now you jump up in the air and you coast around a little bit. It's still decent movement, but it's sure. nowhere the same like complete rule breaker that it was. I think Okay, that's cool. <laughs> people just thought that it was intentional because that's like that's how she flies around in the Overwatch 2 trailer. Oh. So it's like, "Oh wow, they're really ramping this up to look like an anime now, but it's going to ruin all the other characters." And it's like, "Oh no, no, that was a mistake." Um that's good. I mean, that's why they do the PTR, right? The problem is, is Blizzard is so weirdly bad at designing games that I, every time there's a mistake, I just assume Blizzard fucked up. Because it's like how they've been designing World of Warcraft since as long as I played it, and it sounds like that hasn't changed. Where they introduce something, they clearly don't do enough testings, it's overpowered and what, or underpowered, something's broken, and then they have to patch it, you know, two weeks from now. Pretty much. And it, it still might be the case. It just isn't quite as bad. Um, as far as I can tell, her ult still feels a little overtuned. Okay. Um, but I think it's only going to be overtuned at, like, the pro level. Like, I think to actually pull off the perfect scenario, you're not going to see this happen a lot in quick play. Sure. Um, we'll have to wait and see how it really rolls out, but we'll see. You're kind of, um, I don't know if you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, with with the with everything the way it is right now, my internet's not been great. Okay, we'll just have uh, to live with it. (laughs) Yeah, but that's also why we record our separate tracks. Um, I I know I was defending Mega sixty four earlier, but they gotta fix their recording system because it was impossible to listen to them talk. Yeah, they do an extra podcast, and they're recording from different locations, which is fine. But you can definitely tell the uh, the audio quality's taken a bit of a hit. They're recording the Skype call instead of their individual tracks. Oh, they are? Yeah. So there's a part where, like, Sean and Derek were talking back and forth, and I could not understand either of them. And then, like, Rocco just changed the subject because he didn't want to have to go through the whole, like, sorry, you guys are breaking up. He just, he, he kind of, like, interjected with, oh, that reminds me, and talked about something else because <laughs> it was getting awkward. And I was just, and they, and they know better. I don't know what the deal with that is. Yeah. Oh no. So, anyways, uh, Echo's coming out soon. I'm happy. I don't. <laughs> I don't like her skins. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm disappointed. I saved up all my coins instead of spending them on the event. I'm gonna buy the best Echo skin, and I don't like any of them. Oh no. I always like wait until she's out before you know the characters out before I look. Like I feel like that's part of the treat is you know, the you know, the extra yeah. surprise. Honestly, I think you might like them more than I do. I just sort of wanted something different out of it. I 
I have a weird take on, on Overwatch skins, right? Because I feel like I don't like most of the ones that are in the game that people really like. And I don't, I can't tell, like, if I want some level of realism to them or not. Because sometimes I like the goofier ones, but most of the times I don't. I don't know. I like her sprays. I'm going to buy a bunch of sprays. Oh, those are go. so cheap that I, it won't be a big deal. Yeah, they're like, what, 100 credits, 200 credits? No, they're like 25. Oh, that's it's even like, less. You can get all of them, Cameron. <laughs> I can. In fact, that's what happened. That was my problem with Sigma. He has so many good sprays that I can't equip all the ones I like. <laughs> I wonder who like their hit- spray artist is. They have a few. Artists. And because you can tell, because some of them are like drastically different. But yeah. Sigmas are all super clever. Like they all have double meanings and they're all kind of deep and reflect his backstory and his madness. And uh, Echo actually has some really good sprays too, but they're mostly like internet memes. Oh. Which is like, she's a computer, so I kind of give it a pass on that. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I forget like, there's like lore to these characters. There's like a, there's a cute one where, um, where, where she's like looking at a butterfly, but then someone pointed out it's that anime thing where the guy says, is this a bird? And it took, it made it look less cute to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's that, next week. So I sent that Vegeta pick to a bunch of people and, uh, one of the responses is my ex used to have that pick in his cartoon porn folder. Oh yeah, well that's um that's one of Richard's favorite pictures. This was like his wallpaper on his phone for a while. Was that Okay, um, I I would suggest people not have uh was this a rule sixty three when you gender swap a character? Well it's not gender swapped, he's just wearing a sexy school teacher outfit. Is he though? I feel he's like there's a uh... dude. <laughs> he's still Oh, I I guess he's... I thought those were breasts, but really he's just got massive fucking pecs because he's a Saiyan. Yeah, he's the prince of all Saiyans. And according to your report card, you've been a naughty boy. I like the I like the Super Saiyan hair going on, and then the 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 very like angular, sexy teacher glasses. I so Chad's what kind of homework a, is this? It says one plus three equals four, and then twenty plus twenty equals twenty twenty. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> who is he role playing with? What are they doing? <laughs> And has so, he got a picture of trunks in this background? There's so many weird questions now that I'm looking at this picture. So there, a little bit of context. Someone drew a funny picture where it's Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z, but he's dressed up like an anime school teacher, and it's a very, like, suggestive pose. So this picture is, like, classic. You guys might have seen it before. Someone faithfully recreated it on VR chat in 3D, where it's like a... It's like the 3D model from the latest Dragon Ball Z fighting game, but Vegeta's just wearing the, the teacher outfit. And there's also like a really good set of dances like animated into it. Like it's just a really funny avatar. And I just never thought I would see someone reference it to this degree because it took work to put this together. It is like one of my favorite things about the internet is how much work people will put into stupid shit. Because it's a lot. It's, it's an astronomical amount. And I love it, but also, it I still don't get it. Yeah, it's weird. You know what's been fun lately is um. So I've actually been logging into my for Affinity account more because I posted the first chapter of my my book on there, and I'm looking for comments and stuff. And every once in a while, I get you know some level of like viewership to it, so that's cool. There's not a lot of I think fiction on that site, um, 
But I'm noticing that there's definitely people laid off because there's a lot more of those uh, your character here commissions uh, going up on the front page. Like you could go in and hit refresh, and like you'd, you'd, you'll just cycle through them. And uh, the context of them is is really funny because they're very varied. And I I would have figured most of them would be porn, and most of them are. But there are a lot of others that are not porn related. Like one of them was like a picture of like a squirrel reading a book. And it was like, your character here. And it's like, what, so you're just going to, like, draw my persona reading a book? And then you want, like, $50 for that? Like, it's such a weird pose to to do that with. Like, I get the porn thing, because people are always looking for uh, roleplay things for their characters. Uh, and they're willing to pay top dollar for that. But the non-porn stuff, or just the weird stuff, or... Uh, here's, like, a character's waist. Your character here. And it's, like, a, a shot of their midriff. And it's like... What the fuck is this? You're just gonna change the color scheme. <laughs> you know, what bugs very me more strange. Than that is the uh, the adoptables? Do they still do those? Those are stupid. Someone will draw like they'll draw like an OC, and it's a very plain like bunny character, but it's blue with yellow dots, and then it's like you can pay commission money to claim rights to the character. You don't have any input on what it is, but now you own blue, yellow, dotty. Yeah, I've never got that, and apparently it works, though. People will do it. And I wonder if it's just because people are so, like, creatively bankrupt. Or maybe those characters are cheap? I don't know what they normally go for. I don't know. I I mean, I'm also, I'm getting into Warhammer, so I'm not going to critique people and how they waste their money. Fair. You know, the thing about the furry fandom, though, that I will always give them props for is, like, they actually do support each other and, like, pay each other and, and commission each other. Like, it... They put their money where their mouth is kind of thing. And I and I do respect that. But even if most of it is porn. I'm gonna put in an asterisk there. Um, I think Fur Affinity has a nice community. Um, wow, the Twitter version. Oh. The... <laughs> most of the time... When I hear about furry stuff on Twitter, it's because someone literally finally got proof that what's his name is a pedophile and he's finally got arrested. <laughs> yeah, like, that like happens. Like, not just too. drama. I mean, like, literal breaking the law, going to jail for a long time drama. Yeah. There's, like, problems on Twitter. Uh, the, I don't like the phrase furry community because it's, like, too widespread of a net. That's fair. Like, I know there's another furry site called Ink Bunny that's sort of like for affinity, but not as used as much. But also, like, they didn't disallow, like, cub pictures there and, and porn of underage characters. And so I did not go post the first chapter of my book there because I don't really want to be associated with that site. Even though I guess there's a lot more writers there, but they're also probably writing smut, so it's not like I'm going to get friends there anyways. But, right. you know, like, it is a very large strange community and people definitely want different things out of it which is fun uh but it, you got to be kind of choosy on where you go it's fun getting like feedback on stuff though i don't normally get that like especially on stuff that i've put a lot of work into and mm-hmm. so getting some comments or likes and shares or whatever however that fucking site works is fairly yeah, gratifying that's the best feeling when you get like genuine input it's one of those things where like I don't think you ever grow out of wanting strangers to like your stuff. Like, it's one thing if, like, my friends and family buy my book and tell me it's great. 
I, I, part of me is just like, well, yeah, they're obligated to do that, or at least they think they're obligated. But if it's someone I've never met before types up a paragraph on why they think this scene was really cool, and it's like, oh, fuck yeah, I made that guy happy. Or or at least made him, I, I gave him enough initiative to respond to me to say he liked a thing, and he didn't need to do that. It's It, it, it feels good, even though, I don't know, there's a certain level of like, oh, I shouldn't care what other people think, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but... I want to want to get better, and so I kind of need to care what other people think. The internet was a mistake, and we'll make the best of it. That's a that's a good takeaway. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Part of me is tempted to go over and just see what's on there right now. Yep, mostly YCH stuff, and then some really weird pony character thing with a bizarre color scheme. So, do you know that Twitter account about um the things that aged poorly? No, but I feel like I've heard of it. Well, like I mean, that, I, that I was, like it you, sounds. You, you get the thing, right? You get the joke. Yeah. Um. So they got this great screen capture of uh, I don't know if this is on 4chan or 8chan or where, but it it was the first documented use of the word brownie. Where it is like it was a My Little Pony thread, and somebody said, "Hey, I need help looking for this thing. Um, I'm looking for one of the toys, or I'm looking for whatever." And somebody else says, "Like, oh, those you can get at Target, but actually, it's cheaper if you go to the hobby store and you just get like this kind of thing." And then the the first guy said, "Like, well, hey, thanks, Pony Bro, you really helped me out." And then someone else chimes in and says, "Pony Bro, more like Brony." And it's weird how it's just like this casual thing, but that's the term that took off. Yeah. So that was a funny one that came up. Somebody posted a follow-up to that where they said, oh, oh I no. found a better one. And it was um, <laughs> it was a 4chan post where someone said they, they had like the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic title there. And, um, and the first person talking about it said, guys, have you seen this show yet? Um, it's a it's a kids show, but the animation's kind of neat, and all the character redesigns are really smart. Um, I think this one might go somewhere. And then the first comment to that was, "Uh, dude, I just watched this last night. There's going to be so much porn of these characters." Followed by <laughs> the next comment saying, "It's a it's a My Little Pony cartoon for children. What makes you think there's going to be any porn of this at all?" <laughs> Which is funny because they're like basically sites just dedicated to it at this point. Yeah, there, there's multiple sites <laughs> dedicated to it. <laughs> oh well. How did, how was that guy that naive while being on Fortune? Well, I I mean he has a point. It's uh, did you watch like um Johnny Test and go, boy, I bet there's gonna be a lot of porn of this because it's a children's show. You know that actually gets me kind of curious. Okay. You know what? It doesn't help that he has twins for sisters, huh? I know, right? I feel like it, it, the art style on that's really simple, so it's probably fairly easy to... Is with, with an H? That's a bad example. I Pick pick anything else. I don't care. Well, actually, I, I'm not I'm not seeing anything on, uh, on E621. Yeah, that's a furry site, though. I don't... <laughs> okay, here we go. I have to use a... I had to use a underscore. There's some, but not a lot. And one of okay. them, he's drawn as a furry character. Great. Um, want to go back to uh to Blizzard? Yeah, we can go back to Blizzard since this is a mistake that I just entered into my search bar. So 
um we talked about overwatch did i did i mention hearthstone they got the big update to that uh no but i don't yeah the, the, let me know what what that is like so it's kind of a big deal they for the first time ever they're adding a new character which is also something that they've said multiple times before that they would not be doing so it feels like an extra big deal because it's not just a, a monumental change that will upset the entire meta forever but it's literally them going back on their words and going back to the drawing board which is kind of neat sorry i'm looking at i'm looking at johnny test porn and since it's not e621 there's a lot of it involves the dog a lot that's great but, yeah there's there's a, there's a couple like full on comic strips here <laughs> okay <laughs> with what with like narrative yeah <laughs> um so they added the demon hunter class and what's interesting like this won't mean a whole lot if you've never played the game but all the heroes have like a a basic ability that you can always use so if you're out of cards or if you don't want to use your cards yet or, or if there's synergy you're playing off of normally you can spend a couple mana and you do something basic so like the mage class you can summon a fireball and shoot somebody. Or the uh, warrior class, you get like some armor to defend yourself. With the demon hunter, it's the first one where it only costs one mana. Which is a really big deal with the nature of this game. And there's a lot of weird synergy cards that they play off of... Like when you deal damage, you heal yourself. But also you buff your own damage... And it's almost like cyclical where you get to play some cards twice. And then there's like random cards that have abilities where if the, if it's all the way to the left in your hand, you don't have to pay mana for it. And there's so many weird quirks to it that it feels like a really overpowered kind of class. And this whole week, their win rate has been 54%. And every other job in the whole game is like 40%. So it's clearly not balanced right, like we were just saying. Sure. But it's also kind of fun because it's new. So it's like, okay, let's figure it out. There's got to be a counter somewhere. We'll figure it out. It's only been a week. But yeah, the people are, are getting really... <laughs> the the people that are like, I've been a paladin main forever. So it's frustrating that they put in a new class that just does better. Um, I don't know. Card games are hard. Um... Card games are weird. I don't. I'm glad I'll never probably have to design another one of those, and I'm glad the one I did design is like super not traditional. Just it's cool how intricate they can be when they do work. Like I, I really appreciate Magic: The Gathering as a concept, and maybe even as a game because I've played it and it's fun. But I, I as a collector thing, I, I definitely don't have the time or money for that. But I, I, it's got to be so hard to make everything fit together, and you're trying to come up with specific strategies, but you also know the players are going to come up with their own, and they're probably going to be better. And you have to design around this, and you have to make things balanced, and you have to think about the current metas, and how does this play with these, and it, it's it got to be just a shitload of mental work for a card game that a very small amount of people are going to buy, because it's not like Magic the Gathering is the most popular thing on the planet. I would love to be like a fly on the wall on some of those meetings, right? And just what oh, what are yeah. they talking about? What what are their metrics in terms of being like successful with cards they release? You know, what kind of money are they looking for in terms of investment, but also what kind of player interaction are they looking for? Like it's got to be just really really interesting. 
I would love to be in any of those meetings. I, I'm just super curious about the process of it all. Mm-hmm. For sure. Wish I had more to talk about. It's been it's been I, oh, an I'm interesting sorry, I'm week. I'm just reading something. I I could keep talking about Hearthstone, but I'm trying to figure out like how much of this is worth saying if you don't play the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. You, I I didn't understand most of the things you were talking about. You were cutting in and out a little bit, which didn't help. But it's just like I really don't ever play this game. So yeah, <laughs> it's it just it's a uh, it's interesting that they're able to breathe life into it, uh, and now all at the same time be very sloppy i guess sure because i feel like it could have been executed a little better um the other thing is the the world of warcraft expansion went to alpha world of warcraft mansion what's that expansion oh the expansion and, yeah i'm i'm sorry i'm breaking up but what's really neat about that is the data mining has started oh that's so, my favorite part where they spoil all the stuff and learn how to play the game with so they, you know, don't actually have to learn how to play the game. Yes. So basically, it's out now, and we get to see it all. <laughs> I've had my conversations with my brother about that, where, like, going into raids, right, and there's always someone that knows how to do it, because people data mine, and it shows up on the public test server, and so you watch tutorials. And he's like, yeah, but once you want to figure that out yourself? And it's like, God, the answer to that question is super complicated, because on one hand, yes, it's really fun to explore the mechanics of a boss, especially when you have, like, 25 people versus one thing, and how do you take this down? On the other hand, that takes a shitload of time, and every time you die, it costs you character money, which means you have to go farm more money to repair your stuff, and there's consumables, and it's just a right pain in the ass, and so getting it right the first time is really nice, because then you can get your shiny new rewards. Yeah, but then you're done. See, it, it's frustrating, um... Especially so in Final Fantasy, because the bosses don't have any, like, RNG components to it. It's just a very strict dance routine to learn. Something just fall. What? I thought I heard something fall, or like a crash. No. Oh. Um, so what's weird is, like, when you solve it, basically it takes all the fun out. Because it's like, well, I just know what to do now. So the sooner you solve it, the less fun you get out of it. It just feels punishing every time you stumble along the way. These are cool fucking weapons. I really like these, uh, the offhands as the harps. That's fucking neat. Oh, oh yeah, so I got... Did you see the backpacks? Uh, no, I'm still scrolling down. Yeah, the I, weapons I really look really good. Though. Yeah, like... I've never seen them do a harp before, which is crazy, because I've played the game a while. I'm kind of surprised they never did it. And some of these maces are really neat, too. I really love all the shields. Um, I really like the demon hunter weapons too, which is neat because the demon hunters are in a weird spot because they don't get a lot of weapons. They've only been around for two expansions, and they're the only class that uses that weapon type. So they don't get a whole lot of resources funneled their way. Sure. But then that means your character kind of looks the same as everyone else's. Oh, so yeah. There's a lot more variety now, and I kind of love it. It's cool, too, because I'm looking at, like, the pole arms, and I remember when I stopped playing, they let druids use pole arms. And so I'm just kind of, like, I'm trying to pick a picture which ones are the druid pole arms and which ones are the warrior pole arms. And I'm guessing this one that looks kind of kind of scythe might be a druid one, because it kind of reminds me of, like, a bird head. And that's usually how they they work. Oh, no, a pole arm's going to be a pole arm. Oh, yeah, um. they changed how stats work, didn't they? Because, like, before it used to be, like, 
attack power, and now it's just like, you get X amount of attack power through agility, and X amount of attack power through strength, and everything is just like straight stat-based. Yeah, so really, like, if you're a warrior, you can just dual-wield these, and if you're a druid, you can pick whichever one you like. Okay. Um, which, it, there's pluses and minuses to that philosophy, but... I think on the whole, it was the right choice, just because... I mean, druids had the same problem, right? Is there's only so many weapons for druids, and so every druid wanted the exact same weapon, and you all kind of look the same by the end, because you all were going for the exact same set of armor. Uh, no, I like so, this one. There's a druid staff with, like, a spider web in the middle, but it's like a mystical, swirly spider web. Oh, yeah. Or this, like, paladin like to, one with the ribbons. It was cool, too, when they let druids start to use pole arms, just because, like, they did, right? I'm not making yeah. that up. Oh, no, that's true. Okay, I think I was gonna say I think I had one, uh, but yeah, because they're they're just like really fucking cool looking weapons, and it was getting kind of like it was lame where it's like druids could get staves, but like I said, there's only like the one staff per expansion that you really wanted, and then the maces were cool, but we kind of I never saw a lot of druids use those other than Earth Warden, which was a level seventy one, one of the first ones you got for raiding, and it was cool. I, I always kept that one because it was purple. My uh, my friends who I used to play World of Warcraft with are actually still going pretty hard on the vanilla server that they're on. Uh, a couple of them have a, more than one level sixty now, well, and I just like, it, it's cool. Like I'm glad they're having fun reliving it. Uh, I still I, I I feel like I need to bebop over there at some point and just be like, so what's it like not having any of the good stuff from the Burning Crusade, like summoning stones? Because I don't think those are around yet. Uh, viable specs for most of the classes because god knows those don't exist in in vanilla yeah i mean it's i still i remember when they launched it they had to put out a list of things that are not bugs and please stop reporting it because people just they they forget some of the the short changes that happen stop messaging there we go, it is crazy how much that game has evolved, and I'm, I'll be interested if, if we haven't got them now, like, when we do start getting, like, those long think pieces on World of Warcraft, you know, then and now, and just to, to see the evolution of it, uh, I mean, over the course of an actual decade, because that's how, you know, that game is super old. Oh, I mean, the, it's not even the same engine anymore. Um, in fact, that's actually one of the problems, is on Vanilla, I think they're using certain elements from the current engine, because they couldn't replicate the original. So there's actually an effect where if you walk past grass, it might like bend over <laughs> and it's like, it's a, it's too realistic of an effect. It's supposed to be a flat JPEG, you know? Yeah. Um, there's like a couple little things. <laughs> it's, oh, it's funny too. They had a problem where some of the lanterns in the game were pink and they couldn't figure out why. And it turned out on the engine that they built World of Warcraft on, if you didn't put in a color value, the default was white. But on the current engine, the default is a bright pink so that you notice there's an error. Oh. So they're going through, and certain lanterns, no one just went through and colored them because they just look like lights. Sure. So it's like, huh, I I never noticed that. And they're going through and just like they're learning about how they made their own game just by breaking it down and putting it back together backwards. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but look at the backpacks. They, those are kind of neat. I don't... Is that on a different page? Yeah, the one... Um, the link right before the weapon link. So they're doing a thing where there's enough capes in the game. 
So now that cape slot is getting like 3D objects instead of just that flat pretend oh, that's cape cool. texture. Um, so you can get like angel wings and halos and and spooky bones and a and a magic crystal and like all kinds of variety that are going to add a lot of interesting like silhouettes and and personality. Um, there's this one druid one where you have like a magic. It's like a big wooden backpack thing with a magic crystal on it. But then there's baby moths that land on it. And it just it looks very like fantastical and magic-y. I cannot find the damn backpacks, Cameron. I will Feeling send you stupid. the link. Oh, cloak transmog transmogs is what it was under. Okay. It does like freaking little angel wings. Yeah. That is way fucking cooler than cloaks, because I always turned those off because they were ugly as shit. Pretty much. Um, a lot of them are kind of basic. They got interesting with the texturing and, and getting a little more creative with the shapes. But they all have the exact same animation that they have since, like, forever. Because it's a very... It's a flat object, like, set to, like, one or two bones that will kind of wiggle while you're you're channeling a spell to look like wind. But it just the effect isn't good. So they're like, hey, instead of like fixing the capes, what if we just stop doing capes and they <laughs> and they start putting in all this cool stuff? I just think like, at least in video games, cloaks and capes are kind of, they're just lame looking. Like when you see like them in, in like a Game of Thrones, right? And it's like this really big thing and it's got this purpose where they're actually going to almost use it like a blanket because it's so cold, like the Night Watch. Like, it makes sense seeing it there. And in World of Warcraft, they're, they're just so clearly decoration- that it makes me think of like the first Incredibles movie, right? Where they're just like, "Don't wear a cloak," because like this person got sucked into a plane engine because the cloak got stuck. And so yeah. I've yeah, so I've always just like I just don't like aesthetically how they look, uh, unless it's in very specific settings. But even like when I was playing Bloodborne and, and Dark Souls, I never wore a cloak, or I think I could turn it off in that game. I can't remember. I, th I think I just didn't wear one, and I was like, you know, there's stats there. And it's like I don't care. They're ugly. Cloaks are really cool looking, but they have to be cloaks. Um, Warcraft's right. problem is that they're, some of them aren't even superhero capes. They're like so small that I don't know why the character is wearing it. Like they couldn't, they could, they could not take it off and wrap it around their head for warmth. It's like a washcloth. Yeah. Some of them get longer, but they're so skinny that they're not actually going to keep you warm. So it's like there's a certain element of the, the fantasy half of it where you want to have a cool cape blowing in the wind or something. But there's no wind blowing physics, so you just you have a red rectangle behind you. Yeah. That is definitely how it is <laughs> in World um, of Warcraft. I the like the I like these changes though. These are really cool stuff. Like Yeah, this new stuff is really good. The the wing thing is almost a little like hot topic cringy, but at the same time I guess I'm kinda into that. So So did you see the uh um, the vampire dagger wings. No. If you get down to the vampire faction, it's like they're the wings, but they're made out of like these like bloodstained soul daggers. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Even more cringy. Um, and then you get like the tombstone with the chains and the candles on it, and it's like, like I'm I'm maining a death knight. And like, yeah, we know. Yeah, if you're a death knight or a warlock, that kind of fits the aesthetic. But anything no, that else will look cool on a warlock, though. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, warlocks have always had just stupid armor with, like, skulls and tombstones and shit on them. I love the candle look. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I, I usually never really liked the, the high-end war, warlock armor. It was too 
weird. Uh-oh. Cameron dropped out. And we're back. Hello? Sorry, what don't you like? You still there? Yeah, what don't you like? Should we, uh... Because you're really cutting out now. Should we do, like, glad space and fuck off? Or... Yeah, if it's not working out. Um, I have a feeling, I don't know how much gaming we can do tonight if your internet's going to be this spotty either. Like, Overwatch might not run super well. I don't, I can't play Overwatch at this hour. I have to wait until 9. Okay. Um, But yeah, let's do a glad space. We'll wrap things up. Do you have one? Uh, yeah. I have a, I'm not super far into it, but I've been watching a, an anime called Anahana, I believe. It's on Crunchyroll, and I'm going to confirm the spelling. Uh, but it's a... Uh, I don't. I'm not super far into it. I've only a couple episodes. Uh, it is a. It's a ghost story. the The main premise is these kids are in high school. They used to be friends. Their friend, one of their friends, died, and they kind of drifted apart and became very different people. And for one of the characters, the friend that died showed up as a ghost and is talking to him. And she's kind of cutesy. Still has like this middle school attitude towards her, which was a little annoying in the first episode, but has grown on me. And they're definitely like working with it to a, for reasons um and so far it's been just kind of a cute cozy ghost story like yeah it's sad that she died but the the characters are like at least at the moment you know interacting with each other and stuff and apparently you cut out again yay yay this okay so yeah anahana is is uh it's a-n-o-h-a-n-a and uh, I guess it gets kind of sad by the end. It, it does some. I, it, it apparently gets very emotional. I don't know how or where it's going. But after the few episodes I'm in, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it. Is kind of a relaxing, cute ghost story with not a lot of high stakes, and it's kind of fun to watch one of those sort of animes where no one needs to die. Yay! Except the ghost. Yep. Well, that's a good one. What about um, you? Are you glad about something? So yeah, actually, I, I mentioned earlier I was listening to that show about punk music. Yo. And uh, I mentioned it to a coworker, and he recommended a punk band that's actually contemporary. And I kind of winced when he said that they're they're new, because I don't like contemporary music that much. Um, but I gotta say that they got a really nice sound. They're actually kind of old fashioned, really. Um, it's called the Chats. Have you heard of them? I have not. That sounds like something I should look up. So you should look up the Chats, but really look up their music video for the Clap. Because it's a very funny music video. Um, the song is about what you think it is. But it's just, it's kids having fun. Like, they, they're they playing Doctor and just, like, they're, like, cutting up a guy's junk and blood splattering everywhere while they sing a song about getting clap. And it's just very upbeat and silly. Cool. But it's, they, they, they got a good sound. I gotta say, the chats, um... Uh, put those guys on in the background and see if you can you can work to that because it's kind of a it's kind of fun hearing something new I guess because I just I hate most new things. Sure. I mean I I buy new music literally all the time. I I'm probably gonna stay do. up late to listen to the new Nightwish album because that drops at midnight and I'm super excited. Oh, that's cool. That should be a glad space too. We got we got two good recommendations from Chad. The problem is like. The, the album's going to at least be an hour and a half long, and I'm just like, I don't want to stay up that late, but I also want to listen to it right away and just kind of veg to it, because I know it's going to be good. Yay! 
Well, I'm old. Okay. But I think that'll do it for this this week. Indeed it will. I hope uh, you guys are doing good out there. Yeah, staying social distanced. Or, or as I call it, asocial. Yay. That's not funny. I, <laughs> no, it's I'm, not, but I, I, I have to not I gave only heavily bone. edit this episode because I kept breaking up, but also I told a lot of jokes that weren't funny. I just trimmed that stuff, too. Yeah, I feel bad that you have to edit this one because it was kind of a train wreck. I mean, hopefully bit. it'll sync up okay, but it, it's definitely been not <laughs> one of our clearer episodes. The The plus side is um, I got time to edit it since I'm not going anywhere. Oh, did you get uh, laid off? No, but my weekends are pretty boring now. Oh, sure. My dad got laid furloughed, laid off uh, recently. Nah, it's going around. Yeah, he's. It's one of those things where he's in his. He's like 60, 61, so he's going to retire soon, anyways. And so, on one hand, he's like, well, whatever. I was going to retire literally next year. I guess I'm retiring a bit earlier. Um,. But on the other hand, there's like, I wanted to go out on my own terms and not like this. And he did end up like, they were going to keep him on instead of somebody else. But he's like, no, I'm, that dude's like 28. Like, you you can't fire him and keep me when I'm going to be gone next year. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. So I will, I'll take it, you know, like, and so he he was a, being a good sport about it. But it is sort of like, I've been with this company for how many years and this is how I end up leaving. And it's not, you know, with kind of like a celebration and a, a middle finger maybe other people he doesn't like it's nope the world's gone to shit and we can't afford to have you around right now and it's like yeah that that really sucks nah it's not fun on the plus side he's like i'm gonna come over to your house every once in a while play with your cat and i'm like awesome he's got a lot of fucking energy (laughs) he needs that how's your cat doing he's been all right i got him a new uh water dish that like bubbles and so that's currently in the, the kitchen right now, and he's he still jumps on the counter a lot, but he's not actually going to the sink and begging me for water, so he must be using it. So that's, that's good. That's good, yeah. I've been trying to let him in the library room a bit more, but he keeps jumping onto my bookshelf and knocking all my alien toys over. And then he'll just jump off the shelf like he hates them toys. And it's like, what did they do to you? So he's still got, he's still got a couple of manners he needs to learn before I'll let him in some of these rooms. Yeah. Not that violently, though. You made that. You made that weird. Okay. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how cats are. Cats are dumb. It's great. All right. They're all jellical. <laughs> except, except the stupid ones. Those aren't. Yeah. Except when they pee on your bed. Which one? Wait, is there? Is there like a? Is there a part in cats where it gets good? Um, that they uh, that depends on what you were aiming for. On are you talking the movie or the play? The, oh, there's two of them now. Yeah, there's the the play, and then there's the movie that came out in 2019 where everybody looked like inhuman monsters. Oh god, no! And that's the one I saw. <laughs> I can't actually sit through the play. I I've tried to watch it on YouTube, and it's awful. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is fun though because it, it's so disturbing to watch and uh there's honestly some good stuff actually I, they, they they made a lot of plot changes to make it into a movie and i think most of them are for the better because i don't know i guess i like having a plot when i watch a thing 
Like, oh, we have a main character joke, like... and antagonist. And... <laughs> did they make plot changes, or did they insert a plot? They mostly inserted a plot. Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, I, I kind of want to revisit our topic of, like, adaptations. I think we've talked about that in the past, but... I think so. I feel like there's a lot of ground to cover there. Oh, yeah. But that'll be another time. Um, good night, everybody. Night, everybody. And remember, always edit your podcasts well. Yeah. <laughs> Wee! Woohoo!